What is good? What is happening, my people? Welcome to Straight Up Tennessee. It's your boy Ruck in the building today. It's the midweek chat on a Thursday. Man, it's almost time, man. The Vols play tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 Central. If you're on that Central time zone like me, I'm locked in. I'm getting all my stuff done early in the morning. I don't have time to waste. It's all Vols all day. I am so ready to see what this team looks like, man. It's, it's, this is a look into the future. You know what I'm saying? This is a look into 2023. Very exciting. And we're going to talk all things Orange Bowl, man. We got keys to victory, things to look for, playmakers of the game, my final score prediction. But also, let's not forget that the Tennessee men's basketball team started off SEC play the only way they needed to. That's with a dub. We're going to cover that. And y'all, recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. What does the Orange Bowl have? What, what kind of implications does the Orange Bowl have on Tennessee's 2024 class? Y'all already know what it is, man. It's straight up Tennessee, baby. It's the midweek chat. Yo, 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 what's good, everybody, and welcome to Straight Up Tennessee. Man, I am locked in today, okay? Listen, it's the midweek chat on a Thursday. Y'all, Tennessee has a game tomorrow. Tennessee, Josh Heupel, Joe Milley, Militia. Oh, ooh, let's go. We got a big game tomorrow, y'all, man. I am so locked in, man. Thank you guys for rocking with us today. If you haven't already, man, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel like comment share this thing as well uh if you see right here man if you're looking on youtube right now you can see the banner scrolling on the bottom man don't forget to like comment and subscribe man it just helps with the algorithm it helps push this thing deeper and further uh, but man don't also for also don't forget to follow us on instagram at straight up tennessee on twitter at straight up tn and on facebook at straight up Tennessee man got a loaded show today uh we're gonna start the top of the show man with Tennessee basketball man what a game last night I tried to tell y'all I told y'all yesterday on the morning vibe y'all thought that I was playing y'all thought that this Ole Miss game was just gonna be a cakewalk we're gonna walk down there and handle business like we should and I, I said it I said hey we should handle business I knew we weren't gonna blow them out man this is not just the, the SEC is no gimmick league anymore. Like when you think about the SEC in basketball, we're used to seeing the Kentuckys. Speaking of Kentucky, Lord have mercy. What is going on with them? Anyways, we'll talk about that in a second. But, you, you know, you get used to seeing the SEC have three to four great teams every year. But now, man, everybody can beat everybody. And I think that's partially because – the way that it's lined up now and the way that the conferences are split with the addition of Missouri and Texas A&M and those people that came in a few years ago, I think we're starting to see a more balance. And honestly, man, the transfer portal is not helping that. The, the transfer portal 
it is honestly affecting that because I feel like these guys come in year one, year two, they're like, ah, I'm good. And they, they transfer out and then they go to some um, group of five or they might even go to a, a, a D2, man, because nobody wants to necessarily pick them up um, simply because there's not enough film on them. So you just never know right now. And it's just such an interesting season um, if you are indeed a SEC basketball, but specifically a college basketball uh, fan, man, it is it's really crazy, but excited for for the future of Tennessee, man. I thought last night showed us a lot. Uh, Tennessee wins against Ole Miss down in Oxford, Mississippi, 63 to 59. Santiago Vescovi finally found his rhythm again, scoring 22 points. He was eight for 14 from the field. And honestly, he was three of seven from the free throw line shot. Well, from three last night, it was just really good to see him. He's still a game or two away from me saying, hey, he's back. But it was good to see him in a rhythm. You know, like we're so used to Santi, you know, having those 15 to 20 point games. And he's just been in a slump, man, for the last few years. Not years, sorry, for the last few games. And um, it's nice to see him coming along. Last night he shot 42% from three. Um, Man, I felt like he he played well. He had two steals. He had an assist. Um, We need him to do that. (laughs) Like, like, like we need him to do this every single night because as we see, man, something ain't right with Julian Phillips. I don't know what it is. Is anybody watching the same Julian Phillips I saw who put up 28 in the uh, battle for Atlantis tour or in the battle for Atlantis um, tournament? I haven't seen that guy uh, since then. He, He left. He left his talents in the Bahamas. (laughs) You hear me? Like, this is weird, bro. I mean, he came in as a a highly touted five-star. I mean, I thought Julian Phillips was one and done, and he has definitely not showed me any signs of being one and done. I mean, everybody can have a good game, but, I mean, gosh, man, to to do it consistently is the trick, and it's hard now in the SEC to do this every single game. Um, that was one thing Kennedy Chandler was just good at, man. Kennedy Chandler um, showed consistency throughout his his first year and his only year at Tennessee. Um, but, you know, I saw something the other day, and, and I kind of want to pose the question to the straight-up Tennessee family out there. Who was the last five-star recruit that was actually a five-star recruit? What I mean by that is think about Tennessee basketball over the last 10, 12 years. Who was that five-star guy when we were like, okay, now he's a five-star? I'm going to pose the question, and I I pose that question to tell you what my answer is. I don't think we've had a true five-star at the University of Tennessee since Tobias Harris. And let me explain why. Tobias Harris was a 6'10", 6'8", 6'9", however tall he was at Tennessee. He's 6'10 now for sure, 6'9", at least. Tobias Harris not only could get his get a get a shot off or get his butt get into his bag whenever he wanted to. He played great defense at a high level. He he rebounded at a high level. He the IQ behind his game still to this day as he plays for the Philadelphia Philadelphia 76ers it has never changed. Like his game is unwavering. Like 
I know when Tobias Harris is in the game, there's a few things that's in his bag. Crossover, pull up, threes galore. He can shoot the ball, lights out. But he also can get in his bag and get you down in the paint, hit you with a little ooh-ooh, hook, ooh-ooh, layup. He might dunk on you now. Tobias Harris did this in at, at Tennessee. He did this when he was here. People might argue with me and say Kennedy Chandler, Kennedy Chandler. I get Kennedy Chandler. I get it. I think that people are saying Kennedy Chandler because he's the most recent. Uh, and let me say this. He's the most recent successful five-star to come out of Tennessee. Robert Hubbs, what happened to him? I don't know where he is. I saw him at a Tennessee basketball game. Uh, actually, the, the Colorado game in Nashville. <laughs> I saw Robert Hubbs in the first row. Looked like he ain't picked a basketball up in a couple years, but I'm sure he hoping still doing his thing. But he was not as successful as we had thought or had hoped. Kennedy Chandler is so far, but who has proven success as a five-star? That's Tobias Harris. And I kind of want to pose this as well. Do we have better three- and four-star guys that have been at Tennessee and have been more successful than we've had five-stars? My answer is yes. Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield. <laughs> Those two guys are still playing in the NBA today. Grant Williams is a six-man for the Celtics. The, one of the most historical franchises in the NBA, and Grant Williams is getting clock. Three-star. <laughs> so I say all of that to say, man, Julian Phillips, where are you, bro? Where are you? We need you. <laughs> if we're going to do what we think we can do this year, which, man, this Tennessee team, they can shoot as bad as they want to when they play this, this type of defense, man. Like, you go back and look at the stats. We out-rebounded them by 10. That is massive, okay? That is going to win you games in the SEC. We had eight steals. We have four blocks. We turned them over 15 times, man. That is what is going to win you basketball games in the SEC and in the NCAA tournament come March. So uh, very, very happy to see we came out with that game because, man, we started the game off shooting bad, not hitting shots, doing the same thing that, you know, we tend to do, um, not just in SEC play, but in big games, man. We love to shoot terrible. But it was really nice to see these guys turn it around and have a great, great night. Um, 63-59, Tennessee wins. Uh, looking forward to playing Mississippi State. <sighs> Another game, guys, man. We can't sleep. <laughs> we can't sleep on the SEC anymore, man. Like, as much as you think we can, we can't. But we got to look forward to it because we got a home game against Mississippi State on January 3rd. Uh, Mississippi State is ranked, man. They've lost two games this year. Y'all think the thing gonna come ready to play? They coming. What Deion Sanders said, we coming. <laughs> and I ain't hard to find. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? They coming. So, uh, man, let's talk, man. Let's go ahead and actually, this is actually a really good time to talk to you about our sponsor in Tennessee Sporting Goods, man. Tennessee Sporting Goods is a local staple in the city of Knoxville, Tennessee. They are the sole provider of all straight-up Tennessee merchandise, hats, T-shirts, hoodies, crew necks, man, whatever y'all dream up, we can create, and it's because of Tennessee Sporting Goods. They distribute all of our products. Um, if you live in Knoxville, man, go ahead and give them a, a, a stop by. Man, Stop by their shop at 4817 North Broadway 
it's in the middle of Fountain City, man, over there on Broadway. I, I mean, one of the places I grew up. But also, man, if you're in the market for sports uniforms, uh, cheerleading uniforms, sports accessories, letterman jackets, I mean, anything that has to do with sporting or sports for your kids, even for you, baseball gloves, baseball bats, whatever you're looking for, they have. When you go shop in the store, ask them about Straight Up Tennessee. You might receive a discount, might be 5%, 10%, 20%. Who knows what that looks like, but it may help you and help you aid in whatever you want to get there at the store. Uh, but if you're wanting to shop online and you're like, man, how do I get my hands on Straight Up Tennessee merchandise, man? Here's the link right here, companycasuals.com slash straight up TN. Click that link, man, and uh, type it in your address bar. Type it in on your phone, Safari. Google that thing, man, and you can find some fire merch, man. Our stuff is, is really great. Volume two of our merch line will actually come out this spring. Uh, can't wait, man. Turner and I are honored to be uh, partnered with these guys at Tennessee Sporting Goods. And I'm telling you, if you live in Knoxville, uh, stop by the shop. You will not be disappointed. Uh, ask for Taylor, ask for Jared, ask for Melody, and they will take care of you. Y'all, it is time to talk about this game. It's the midweek chat. You know, we chop it up, man. We just talk. We just talk about what's going, what, what we feeling, how we feeling. Um, and I have to be a little honest, man. Um, I'm not nervous at all. Okay. So let me say that now. I'm not nervous, but I am anxious and there's a difference, right? Nervousness. I feel like I'll be like, oh, we're going to lose, blah, 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 blah. What I am, though, I am anxious to see how we come out against this team. And we're not playing a cupcake, right? Like We're not playing Akron. We're not playing UT Martin. We're playing a team that is like two, three years removed from a natty <laughs> where we want to be. And so I think that the implications of this game are much larger than the Orange Bowl. It's, 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 a, it's a historical team versus a new up-and-coming historical team. Uh, dynasty, if you will, um, who's won some games and has won national championships in the last few years. Um, Dabo Sweeney is a great coach. Clemson is a great team. Josh Heupel is a great coach. Tennessee is a great team. Both teams have multiple opt-outs that are massive for their programs in this game. What does that leave and what does that mean? Guys, I'm, I'm ready to go. I mean, I'm locked in. I'm so I'm still crushed, man, that I don't get the opportunity to go to the Orange Bowl now. Um, but being able to spend some time with my family, even though, you know, all our flights got canceled and everything. My mother came in town. So it's really cool to be able to hang out with her, spend more time and intentionality uh, with them. Uh, and uh, instead of my wife and I getting to go down there to Miami. Uh, also, I'm saving some money. You feel me? Listen, I, I, I'm, I was excited to go to Miami, you know, blah, 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 blah. But uh, that junk expensive. Real talk. That junk expensive. That's probably why nobody want to buy my tickets because it is just expensive to be in Miami, Florida. But I say all that to say, man, Tennessee's got a game tomorrow night. Big game against a team who we can't look past, man. This is something that could could honestly flip the program upside down. Like, okay, you, I know. When I say that, y'all like rug, bro. You tripping, you tripping. Flip the program upside down. What are you talking about? This is what I'm talking about. Was 10 and 2 a fluke? I don't think so. But 
to the colleagues and to the uh, announcers and media and, and all the publishers and all the people who cover this team, I'm not so sure they think that we can do it again. I am sure that we can do it again, and it's because I know a guy by the name of Josh Heupel who has recruited his tail off, not just for 2023, but for 2024 as well. The future is bright, people, and I believe that this game is the beginning. It's just the beginning to what, what can happen at the University of Tennessee over the next few years. I, I, I really think that this game, and if you can come out with a win in this game, it changes things. So let's talk about it, man. What 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 are what are some things offensively? When I talk about offensive playmakers for Tennessee, man, I, we know what Clemson has. They're starting a freshman quarterback who's got juice. And when I say juice, I mean he got swag. Period. He got swag. And when you got dudes that got swag, they're gonna play with confidence. We gotta shut him down. Will Shipley, great running back. He, we gotta shut him down. Receivers, we gotta shut him down. But when I'm talking about Tennessee, Hyatt's gone. Tillman's gone. Hendo Cinco. Hold up. Jalen Hyatt. Y'all see that right there? I got a Jalen Hyatt signed third Saturday in October. Poster. The man signed it. Merry Christmas to me. You heard me. But listen, offensively, what are we going to do? Hyatt's gone. Tillman's gone. Hendo. You step in a guy named Joe Milton. You step in a guy who has been successful so many times in his career. But now, it's it, this is now or never for Joe Milton. Now or never. And does Joe Milton show up or does Joe Milton fold? I think it's time for Joe Milton to show up, and I think that he's going to show up. I'm tired of hearing all the people say, Bazooka Joe and uh, of course, he need to go play baseball. I know y'all heard K.J. Henry say that. He need to play baseball, man. Blah, blah, blah. Joe Milton's a quarterback. His house is an hour, an hour away from where we're playing at tomorrow night. You think he ain't locked in? You think he ain't ready to put on a show for his family, his friends, everybody that's coming down there? You think he ain't ready to put on a show for the Vols and the Big Orange? Joe Milton has to be successful tomorrow night if we're going to even get close to winning this game. If Joe Milton plays great, we might blow them out. Yep, I said it. I said it because I believe it. This game offensively for us depends on Joe. The offense has to run through Joe, and the offense has to be ex executed through Joe. Jabari, he going to do his thing. D. Samp, he going to do his thing. Jay Wright, he going to do his thing. Who's starting that receiver? I mean, I'm going to assume they're going to start Brew McCoy, Ramel Keaton, and Squirrel White, right? I mean, that's who they're going to start. Who's next man up? Walker Merrill, K-Webb, Chaz Nimrod? Because you got to remember, Jimmy Calloway and Jimmy Holiday, they gone, folks. <laughs> they're no longer Tennessee Volunteers. Jimmy Calloway actually going to Louisville just like Tyon Evans, and he might sit on the bench there. Who knows? I say all of this to say, man, offensively, we got people. We got dudes. Are they going to be effective? Defensively, man, listen, I know y'all have already heard this, but with Jeremy Banks opting out of this game and declaring for the draft, that leaves a hole in the middle, man. I know we got young guys that are coming in. Uh, Caleb Herring coming in. You know, you're going to have all of these other guys. We got, we got my man. 
Peely coming in. Keenan Peely. We got dudes that are coming in, but they can't play in this game. Aaron Beasley has to be a monster for us to win this game. You know, I said yesterday on the morning vibe, the defense is going to have to show me something because Clemson's offense is not like nasty, right? It's not just, mm, ah, yeah, they, 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 you know, they're good. They're good offensively. But we've made a lot of teams look incredible offensively. Hence, Spencer Rattler and the South Carolina Gamecocks. We made them look like they were unstoppable. Did this? Did the, did the time off help us defensively, or did the time off hurt us? We're going to find out tomorrow. <laughs> We're going to find out tomorrow. And everything I need to know about this defense, I'm going to know after the first quarter. Simply because if they come out flat, if they don't come out on fire, if they don't come out excited, if they don't come out juiced up, swagged up, it's the same defense we've seen all year. But if they come out with a little fire under them, man, like somebody's just chasing them, if, if somebody spoke a word into them and just let them know, dude, listen, this is 0-0. Zero, zero. Like season, the season is 0-0 zero, zero today, bro. Line up and let's play. Line up, square up. I, me on you. What's up? If they come out with that type of intensity, I'm not worried. I think they're going to play well, and I think they're going to do what they need to do in, in order for Tennessee to get the win. The defense has to play exceptionally well for us to win this game, and I'm saying it like that now. Joe Milton can do whatever he wants to, but if this defense does not show up to play, y'all, we ain't winning this game. That's It's just that simple. I, I'm not – I'm dead serious. It's just what I believe. Um, Amari Thomas, Byron Young, all of these dudes who have played minute, Tyler Barron, Lord have mercy. This is if you if it's time for somebody to wake up, it's time for Tyler Barron to wake up, folks. I don't know who's with me on that. Tyler Barron, man, I love Tyler Barron, but he need to wake up uh, tomorrow for sure. I like I need him to have eyes wide open, locked in, ready to play, because if he is not ready to play, man. I'm telling y'all, he will not. He ain't going to see the field next year. He will see the field, but I'm saying one of these young guys, man, they're going to come in and take that man's spot. Um, Joshua Joseph, James Pierce, I need these guys to step up tomorrow. Uh, defensive backs, I think we're going to see a whole lot of Wesley Walker, man, at, at free safety, and that makes me excited. makes me excited. Wesley Walker, J uh, Jalen McCullough, who's starting at corner? That is a huge question mark for me. Um, I hope these guys show up, man, because this defense holds what we're going to do in their hands. Now, here's what I think, man. Keys to victory for this game is our passing game. Can our passing game be efficient enough? We lost Cedric Tillman. Hendon Hooker's gone. Jalen Hyatt's gone. We know what's happening, right? But you got a guy in Joe Milton, man. <sighs> Who can make every throw on the dang field? Can Tennessee do enough in the past game against Clemson's secondary to make this make this harder for Clemson to win, right? I mean, Clemson Clemson's DBs gave up 230 yards a game through the air. They ranked ninth in the ACC, and they allowed opposing quarterbacks to complete about 60% of their passes, okay? They had 13 interceptions, though which was the second most in the ACC. So it's kind of hard to read how good they are or how poorly they play at times, right? Um, 
they're not veterans in the secondary at all. They got two seniors, they got two sophomores, and they actually have a freshman in their starting fives. Um, they have a guy named R.J. Mickens who leads the team. He has three picks, um, but he's actually listed as the backup, <laughs> which is bizarre to me, right? I mean, I think that that's weird that he's the backup. He's got three picks. He's played well this year. Um, this is massive, though. That that is the matchup of the game to me. That's the keys to victory. Uh, how does Tennessee's pass game fare against this defense who has 13 interceptions, um, but also allows man 230 yards a game through the air? That was ninth, y'all. I know I said it, but that was ninth in the ACC. Uh, key number two for me. How do how 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 do we set up the pass? Right, it's the run game. So mine is the Vols ground the the, the Vols rush game. Against this front seven from Clemson, that's just nasty, man, okay? We know that we got backs. We know that we have an offensive line that is absolutely incredible. But Clemson has a front seven that has been, and I feel like to the end of the Dabo Sweeney era at Clemson, man, they're going to be nasty up front. So, I mean, Tennessee has averaged 205 yards a game this fall, bro. They averaged 205 yards people 205 five yards a carry we more we we actually ran the ball more than we threw it this year we threw we ran the ball 485 times we threw it 394 we run the ball more people think that we just air raid let that thing fly man we run the football and we want to run the football so clemson's clemson's front seven is nasty like i said y'all it's just facts, okay? They're very stingy up front, man. K.J. Henry, a guy who has been there, senior, man. He's got nine tackles for loss. I think he's got three three or four sacks. Uh, Tyler Davis, a guy that actually went to school with Joe Milton growing up, he's got four and a half sacks. Um, they got guys on this team, man, that are very, 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 very good. We've got guys on offense, especially in the run game, who are very, very good. That's a key to victory. If we can win that matchup, I'm telling y'all we win in this. I promise you we will win this game. Key to victory number three, man. This is massive, and this is what I talked about a few minutes ago, but it's how does the secondary face up against Clemson? I, I think that I have, I have a, a, a sneaky suspicion that this is going to be the best defensive game Tennessee's played all year. Um, I think that Wesley Walker being in the mix, Brandon Turner's hopefully he's healthy. T Mac hitting at the nickel. I think all of these guys had time to get healthy. Um, I feel like we can the the secondary can legitimately be special and 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 start to prove people wrong. And those people are people like myself. I want to be proven wrong. Then I want to know that these guys are as good as advertised. They they can be as good as advertised. And the question remains, can they do it? Um, but again, let's be mindful, man. Let's talk about Clemson in this. It, it's our secondary versus Clemson's offense and their run game, their pass game, everything. They got a freshman in Cade Klubnik, man. His is his start. He took over in the ACC champion game, ACC championship game. Clemson absolutely beat the piss out of North Carolina, okay? But he came off the bench in that game, fam, and had 20 of 24 passing, 270, 279 yards, and a touchdown, no picks. Um, 
he led Clemson in rushing. So he's a very slippery guy. Meaning, man, if he gets loose, he he really reminds me the way he runs the football. He looks a lot like a guy that played at Ole Miss last year named Matt Corral. So, um, man, this is massive. This is massive, okay? And I feel like if the if the back end can stop the pass, I feel like our front seven can hold it down just enough, just enough to make it happen. But here's my last key to victory, y'all, and it's special teams, man. Special teams is going to win this game. Can D. Williams take another one to the crib like he did against Vanderbilt? Can Chase McGrath continue his 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 incredible year? Yes, he's missed four field goals this year, but I mean, he hit the biggest the biggest field goal of the year and on the third Saturday in October to beat Alabama. Can he continue his stride at becoming the best kicker that Tennessee's seen in a while, man. Um, obviously, he's a senior. He's not going to return next year. But can he do it? Paxton Brooks, can you punt the ball longer than 39 yards, 35 yards? I mean, bro, kick the ball, buddy. Kick the ball, bro. Please kick the ball. Can he be accurate with his kicks? Can he be more dynamic? Can he have more strength and leg in that thing? Yes, and we're going to find out. We're going to see. Um what they end up doing. I think, in my opinion, Tennessee has the edge special teams. Um, I, I I mean, listen, Tennessee, D. Williams has been dynamic since he's played in that LSU game. We know if D catches a punt, there is about a 75% chance that he might take that thing to the crib. He might do it. Uh, Clemson's has a, a wide receiver in Antonio Williams, who is actually also their punt returner, and he's averaging 8.5 yards of return. So um, Will Shipley is uh, their kick returner, um, who's their running back as well. So <sighs> I'm taking Tennessee. We're going to talk score predictions, man. Woo! I'm taking the Vols, y'all. I know I said all the things I said. Clemson's dynamic. They front seven nasty. Starting a nice a nice young quarterback who's very slippery, athletic. Reminds me of Matt Corral. I don't care about any of that. I'm taking the Vols, and here's why. I feel like when you look back at our year, man, what was the thing that was so dynamic? And what was the thing that was so electrifying about us? It was the simplicity in getting people wide open. Do you think that stops? No. Josh Heupel is going to scheme people wide open all night long. But can Joe Milton make the throws? Yes, he can. We know he can. Will he? I think yes. I'm marking my word right now. Joe Milton is going to make those throws. He's going to make the throws. And uh, I, I think that all of the haters, all of the critics, all of the people who have been hating on Joe for so long will finally see the Joe Milton that we all know he could be. I'm taking Tennessee in this game. I think that Brew McCoy is still a monster. Ramel Keaton has blossomed. Squirrel White is going to be a problem these next few years as he continues to develop, gain some more weight, and be a baller out there in the slot. Um, if Joe Milton plays 15% better, hey, it's Miami. The only thing that is going to be in the weather is humid. You hear me? <laughs> it's only It's just going to be warm. Can we get it done? Can Joe get it done? I think yes. Um, my final score prediction for the Tennessee and Clemson matchup in the Orange Bowl is Tennessee 35, 
Clemson, 31. I think Tennessee gets to that that 28, uh, and I think we get there quickly. I think we get there like first first half, and then we kind of have that kind of stall. Uh, we get we get worried because Clemson starts to fight back, but then there's just something in that fourth quarter, man. That Tennessee's defense clicks on. Joe Milton hits another big ball, probably to Ramel or Squirrel, maybe even Walker Merrill. Um, and, and Tennessee gets this one done. 35-31 is my final score. Um, and I'm excited to watch this game. I, I haven't been excited to watch a Tennessee game like this since I was in Neyland Stadium on October 15th watching Alabama and Tennessee face off. Man, this game is massive. I hate that I can't go. Crushed that I can't go. But it is going to be amazing watching it from the couch with my family, eating us some Marco's pizza. It's going to be a good night. So, uh, y'all, man, this has been the midweek chat. I hope y'all love this, 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 the way that this show panned out today um i'm gonna end the show like this man i need y'all to pray for my brother austin uh he and his family he actually had lost his grandmother this morning and that's why he's not on the show we had planned to shoot this thing earlier today um but just a lot of a lot of heaviness and a lot of mourning um, he's still going to be able to go to miami um and honestly he needs miami um in this time to kind of just clear his mind clear his thoughts give him something to make his heart happy in a season where we're about to step into a new year in 2023, um, he's going to have to do that with one less member of his family. And so, Tyron, man, we love you from the straight up Tennessee family, bro. And, and just from me, from AJ, forget Ruck right now, from me, bro. I love you. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, know that I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your mother, Donna, uh, and just really believing that this is just this is just a, 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 a kind of a stepping stone into something greater for you and for your family, especially for your mother. I hope that this just, I know there's, there's mourning, but I believe that there's joy on the other side of that. There's peace, there's comfort. And I'm praying those things um, will be added to you and to your family uh, over these next few days as uh, arrangements and all of these things have to happen as well. And I feel like that's when it's hard is when you actually are having to do the things you never wish you had to do, or you never thought you had to do. Um, to get to honestly like the end and so man just know that the straight up tennessee family everybody man just tell turner right now bro we're praying for you um have a great time in miami and uh y'all it's game time man i i can't wait i we'll be live right after the show okay uh i'm gonna put something up real quick post game right after the game uh Dude, I don't have words right now, y'all. It's it's Tennessee Clemson, bro. Orange Bowl. This is not something that we should take lightly as Vol fans, man. This is a game of a lifetime, and it's time for Tennessee to go out there and prove that they are the number six top. They should be top five team in the country. And uh, I can't wait to go see the boys play. So y'all already know what it is, man. Like, comment, subscribe, join the channel, Apple, Apple podcast, Spotify, anchor, wherever you're listening to. Thank you guys. Download the podcast helps with the algorithm. I'm telling you guys, I love the support and the community that, that we're building here together. Um, again, I want to do a, a, like a, 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 I don't even know how to call it. Like get the, get the people who watch us on the show. I don't know how to do this. If you want to be on the show, if you want to hop in the show and be on a, a scheduled show one night, man, comment, bro. We want to get y'all in here because we truly want to build this family and this community, bro. It's so much fun just being on here talking and having a good time talking about all things Tennessee. Titans have a big game tonight against the Dallas Cowboys and Josh Dobbs is starting. Let's go. 
so uh man we love you guys um mm, as you can tell i hate ending shows because i could sit here and talk to you guys for hours um but i gotta end it so you already know what it is it's straight up tennessee baby tennessee faces off against clemson tomorrow let's go 35 31 balls baby we'll see y'all tomorrow for the post i don't know after the game i don't even know we're gonna call the episode you know normally we do the next day forget that man i'm doing it right after uh, the game so let's go i love y'all it's straight up tennessee baby it's your boy ruck we outie holla